Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. And we're here now to make you feel normal in your everyday coronavirus quarantined life. Absolutely. Everyone's losing it. <laughs> Everyone, including Whit and I. <laughs> <laughs> we're at our wit's end. We've been home for two and a half weeks. We're over it. Brit, yeah, tell us about are. the beginning of this coronavirus for you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, in our last episode, we talked about how I was on vacation and that was kind of the start of, you know, finding everything out and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, so we, we make it home. And I think while we were in California, if I'm going to be completely real and honest here, I was kind of like making, we were kind of making fun of it. Like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to settle the hell down. It's the flu, like simmer down people. I mean, we really were kind of thinking it was just this, you know, everybody was kind of just losing their shit over nothing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and plus we were on vacation, like I was saying before. And so, yeah, we just kind of lived in our bubble and kept having fun. And then we get home. And I think that's when I really realized like shit was real. And you would see people posting on Instagram or social media, like the shelves at the grocery store. And you're almost like, it's almost like you didn't, I didn't really believe it until I saw it for myself. And Same. so we get home, it was like that Saturday, we, we, we get home and uh, I mean, there was no way in hell I was going to run to the store, obviously Saturday night. Right. And so I kind of did like a little, we kept hearing things like friends would text or we would hear things from like, you know, sisters and the family. And we started to get a little nervous. Like I just said to Mark, okay, we don't have a lot of food after being on vacation. Maybe I'll try to hit up the store. I can't remember if in the last episode I said or not, I tried to do like a grocery pickup in the car on the way home uh -huh. and they were like three days out, which isn't normal. And so at that point I was like, well, we don't even have groceries until at least Monday night. So I've got a full two days. I've got to figure something out. And yeah. I was so nervous. I didn't even want to go to the store because I was hearing like all the horror stories. And I just thought there's no way I was in like complete denial. And, um, and I think it was the next morning I said, well, I need to run and go at least see if there's some stuff to hold us over. And it was scary. It really was. It's like you get up there and you see the aisles just bare. Yeah. Aisles, right. Um, like what? I mean, I feel like it's like rice and beans. Um, the cleaning aisles gone, toilet paper gone, water gone, sanitary aisle, like for your pads and tampons and shit gone. That um, was the thing that I found so interesting was, so when I went to, it was kind of like everyone was kind of in that frenzy of like, just load up your cart. I mean, one guy in the grocery line ended up, his cart was like full of meat, you know, but I found it very interesting of what people were buying versus what was left at the store. Like chips were all still there. Ice cream was yeah. all still there. Like people, it looked like people were trying to buy the essentials. Yeah. From stuff instead of just like pack it full of shit and let's just get out of here. You know, it, it did seem very like, okay, we're going in for all the canned goods. We're going in for meat. Yeah. We're going in for, you know, like all the bread's gone. You know, yeah. it was interesting to see what was gone and what was still on the shelf. Okay. But you tell me, so I'm in California in my little vacation bubble for that, that week. You tell me what was going on here because you were kind of living it while it was happening yeah, 100%. it was weird here because it just, you just kept hearing things like, oh, this state 
has now done a mandatory stay home. This state, you know, is quarantined. Like it was just the weirdest feeling. And I was doing the same thing you were, Brittany. I was kind of like, oh my gosh, you guys, like this is getting blown way out of proportion. And then it word came down that it was like, oh, okay, well, one school district here quarantined for two weeks. Like they, the whole district shut down. And I was like, okay, now it's getting a little more real. It's hitting close to home. I bet all the schools are going to do this. And that is really the day that things just went crazy. I had a neighbor call and he was like, if you have not gone to the grocery store and you need to go, he's like, leave work, go now. He's like, it is so scary. It was. It was to get scary. a phone call like that and have someone it, that's what freaks me out is like, Oh, it was so, unnatural. it was so nerve wracking. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, things are just gone. Like aisles are empty. People are just putting things in their cart just to have stuff to take home. He's like, it is so weird. It's so weird. He's like, it's mind blowing. Like he was saying every checkout was every checkout was like every register was going. And then every line was like down the aisle. So like just full people and like their carts are full. He's like, it's the weirdest thing, but he's like, if you need stuff, go. Well, that's what's scary is that we kept hearing things like that. And Mark and I, you know, Mark was kind of like, well, listen, we're in a different state. There's like literally nothing we can do about it right now anyway. Um, But I think getting home, there was like, you have that frantic, almost anxious feeling of like, I got to get there, but I was almost scared to go to the store. I didn't want to oh, yeah. see it for myself and I didn't want to get there and, and really realize like, shit, I'm screwed. I mean, we have, I think we were, we were taking like a, we were trying to take a poll of like how much stuff we had at home, like without actually being here on the car ride home. And, um, and I kept going through like the bathrooms, like, okay, I think there's two rolls left in this bathroom. Okay. I think there's a roll left in this bathroom. Like we were like, I was like, I stole a couple rolls from the hotel in the suitcase. Like we, we, we can get so, through the weekend. I think we can get through the weekend. Seven people in our house do the math. Okay. If every girl just like pees and air drips, like, no, we were just, <laughs> like kids only wipe. If it's a number two, things are getting crazy. It's two squares, no, two squares two a day. Squares. Oh my gosh. I probably use more toilet paper than anyone. Same. Um, <laughs> Mark's behind me shaking his head. <laughs> no, but I just, yeah, it was scary. And, and so tell me what happened when you got to the store. Was it really like that? Were you like, so I did not leave work that day. I was like, okay, I'll go tonight. And then I got home and I was like, I'm not going to go like, it's going to be fine. I'm not going to go to the store. Like it's totally fine. And then, uh, I, the next day, I think I ended up at my parents and I was like, everyone is saying like things are flying off the shelf, like toilet paper for whatever reason is like gone. Do not understand that. But I'm like, I need to go and just pick up a few things. So we ended up going to Smith's. I actually had ordered an online grocery pickup and it was five minutes before I was supposed to pick it up. And I actually got a call from them saying, we can't fulfill your order. Like we just don't have the items in the store. Like, okay, that's kind of weird. So I drove to Smith's. I was like in their parking lot when I got the call, but it was crazy. So I'm like, okay, let's go to this other grocery store. Maybe it's better, but it was weird to walk in and the herd mentality. It's like catching. 
Yeah. Because as soon as you see people walking out with stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, I probably need that. Do I need that? I probably do. We should go grab that. Oh my gosh, I need it. Well, it becomes a thing where it's like, even if that's something you normally wouldn't buy, you now are wanting to buy it only because you're like, well, it's all, it's going to be gone. Yeah. Everyone it's else is buying it. it. I, I might need it. Yeah. Would yeah. I ever buy it and eat it before? No, probably not. But everyone's buying it. So. Well, it's weird too, because even to this day, right? Like we're like a few weeks into this madhouse and there's still just, um, at least in the stores in Utah here, um, it's, it's certain aisles that are empty. Mm-hmm. And like I'm saying, like still to this day, like you can't walk down the aisle and get rice, canned goods, canned goods. toilet paper. Oh my gosh. Flour. Up at this store now, well, that's a funny one too, is everyone's getting like the flour and the sugar and all that. And I'm like, listen, if shit really hits the fan and we were quarantined to like where you can't even leave your home, I, okay, Brit doesn't even know how to bake shit. So Me neither. I'm not, yeah. People are like getting all the flour. I'm like, have your flour. I don't even know what to do with it. I okay. did buy a thing of flour because I just happened to be at the grocery store last week and it literally wasn't even on a shelf. Like <laughs> it's like, it's almost like they know now, like people are going to buy this. So I'm not even going to put it on the shelf. It was literally yeah. in a pack just sitting on the ground. Yeah. So I did. I was like, well, I'm about halfway gone with my flour. And if I decide I want to bake cookies or a cake and that's really, that's like literally the only thing I use flour for and oh, maybe crepes occasionally. But yeah, well, like I couldn't bake bread. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it either. I'll die first. I will actually die of starvation before I homemade things like I, because I don't do it. I don't either. We'll we'll be on the keto diet for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You're eating bacon grease. Cannibalism. Like if it gets to that (laughs) point. No, but, um, I think for me too, like everyone's buying all the canned stuff. And that was my other thing is it's like, listen, when I do buy cans on a normal basis, it's like if a recipe calls for cream of chicken or if I'm making grilled cheese and I need some tomato soup or if I need a can of beef broth for a recipe. But girl, I'm never the person that's going to go to a store and just stock up on a billion cans of shit. I, again, it just, well, like the beans. People are like, get your beans, beans, beans. We do buy beans, but we buy them because we use them for chili. Yeah, exactly. And that's the only time we buy them. And right now, the other day I was like, it would be great if we could make a big pot of chili and just have it for like lunches and whatever. We can't get beans. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. That, and then this was my favorite part is the pads. Like I was in Walmart the other week when I decided, well, yeah, because the online pickup, well, I don't know if I said this in my last episode. I had in the car on the way home from California, I did like a $500 grocery online pickup order to Walmart. And it did say like, we won't have it until Monday night. This is two days away. And I said to Mark, it makes me a little nervous because I'm afraid I'm going to get there. And like, yeah, the order's not going to be able to be fulfilled, whatnot. Yeah. So Monday rolls around. And for any of you out there that do grocery pickups, you know that like you can get a text message or whatever when it's ready saying your order's ready, like log into your app or check in and it kind of navigates when you get there and then they come out. And I just never, it never, the text never came. And I thought, okay, this is super weird. Maybe I should call. Um, or, or I got on my app and I checked the status of the order and it had said canceled. And oh I'm my like, gosh. What? I mean, wait, 
big hour. So no phone call. At least I got a phone call. No phone call. So a long hour, lots of hour drive right home on Saturday. So I sat there and not only grocery shop, but went through and like meal planned and, yeah. and had recipes. And so all of these ingredients I ordered were very like specific to what we're I was using. This. Yeah. yeah. And so it said canceled. And I was like, what the hell? So I called the Walmart number and you know, obviously it's not their fault. They're just like the call line, but he said, I'm so sorry. This is actually even happening a ton. We're getting a lot of high volume, you know, phone calls because their orders are just being canceled because Walmart just can't fulfill anything and keep up with it. Like it was just pandemonium. Yeah. So I said to Mark, I go, okay, now I'm scared because I, now I'm like, have to start from square one. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to walk around the store and it took me like almost three hours. And that's when I really saw the shelves and realized like, holy shit. And I, w- I went back to go get pads. Like we're a house full of girls. We need feminine products, you know? Yeah. And I they're gone. Oh. Gone. It was like, there was one pack of like the jumbo diaper overnight pads. <laughs> and I was like, I'll, I'll take it. Like, I mean, well, this is all we have. So what, what are we going to do? You know? And so it was just weird. And I, and I sent Mark a, a picture from the store and I was like, this is the pad aisle. And he texted me back and said, I feel like people are so concerned about the coronavirus and we really should be concerned about how many ladies are on their period at the same time. (laughs) Well, I just want to know, like I get maybe going and buying like one extra box, you know, because I mean, in reality, we're not going to be quarantined for two years. So let's not hoard feminine products that's going to last you a lifetime, you know? Seriously. It's just weird. And now the stores, the toilet paper, they're getting to, they're, they're giving you limits, right? Like mm-hmm. limits on everything, eggs, butter, all of it. And actually up at, we, in Utah, we have a store named Smith's, like Witt is saying. And actually in the aisle to where the paper towels and toilet paper are, they're like, they have like a blockade. Like you can't, you can't walk down the aisle, at least by the one up by my house. I haven't been in the grocery store in like a week. They have it blocked off. And there's a worker that stands kind of by the, the gate, if you will. Oh my gosh. No joke. And you have to say, I need toilet paper or I need paper towels. And they walk in, get it for you and walk out. <gasps> this is no joke. And then at another Smith's down the road for me, um, there, it was just like in our little neighborhood app the other day that somebody actually was loading their groceries in the back of their car and somebody came by and stole stuff out of their cart no and went yes i'm that it's disgusting what is like if people no like i don't know i get here's the thing the whole empty grocery store thing i think freaked people out and i do think i think it causes people to start thinking in a way that they normally wouldn't think yeah you know what i mean like you almost start feeling desperate and in reality when you stop and think it's like okay things are gonna calm down it's all going to, it's going to work out. It's going to be okay. There's neighbors, there's friends, like people aren't going to let you starve. But I think people start getting this mentality. It almost becomes like a me against everyone mentality. Like I got to take care of myself. So F you, like, I don't care. I don't care that you just bought all these groceries. I'm taking what I want. Like it's sick. It's so weird. It's so sick. And listen, I feel like, I don't know, I almost wish somebody would try to steal my groceries from me because <laughs> I do. I feel like my East Coast scrappy Italian side is going to come out. I wish, I wish I could run after someone who stole my toilet paper. Like, 
I don't even know. I feel like I'm just the girl that would start brawling with someone. Oh my gosh. I can totally picture this. Someone like, it's almost like a purse snatcher. Like someone grabs groceries out of Brittany's back into the car. Oh, hell no. Around. Oh, hell no. Starts chasing them down, beating them up. Oh my gosh. I can totally picture this. As long as it's not like a big man, but like I dare. Here's the thing. So this just happened to me. No joke. People are getting disgusting too. I shared this on my Instagram the other day and I'm not normally like a venter on there, you know, but this pissed me off so bad. I went up to the store to kind of do like a little replenish after two weeks. Right. And get like the produce and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's the deal. We have a family of seven people that takes, even when there's not a pandemic, so much groceries to feed my family. So when I'm shopping, everything fits in the cart while I'm shopping. But then when you check out and they put it into the bags, it's like it almost doubles. In oh yeah, right? for sure. Because my family of four like fills the cart. Yes. So what happened is I have to then push a cart and pull a cart out to my car. Oh, uh, look at this hoarder. Right. And here's the funny thing. I was getting the nastiest looks. Oh, like, I, I was bet. appalled by this. And I just had to mark, like I, people are so gross and how they judge. Like I was getting the dirtiest looks on how I was pushing and pulling. Like people, it's almost like they were looking at me like you're part of the problem. Yeah. For real. To you, I could feel my like feistiness kicking in <laughs> and it was like, no bitch. Like I have seven people in my house like this is what a normal day looks like at the grocery this store. This is normal for me. Come at me. Come at I me. Didn't even have toilet paper in my cart. I know, didn't but people are weird. They are. Didn't They're have so judgy. But I kind of feel the same way. I, it's the weirdest thing. Like I would never look at what other people had normally. But yeah. now when I do go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at judgy eyes. You're getting look at what eyes. they got in their cart. <laughs> hmm. Look at all the stuff that they're putting. Look at how many cereal boxes are in there. Like. But this was the best part. This was the best part. My cart was mounding over the top with bags of chips because, do you know why? Because the the Kroger brand, which is like the off brand of chips at the store, which they're delicious, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They were two for $3. Okay. It gets better. Two for $3 bag of chip, which is in That's a good a great deal. deal. Okay. Now listen, Smith's was having a sale where it was not only two for three, but it was buy two, get one free. So Ooh. I was getting three bags of chips, right? Yeah. How, what's the math? It was buy two, get one for one free. Okay. Two for three. So they're each like a dollar 50. Yeah, I was getting basically three bags of chips for three bucks. No. Yeah. 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 Three for, three for three. A dollar a bag. So my cart is mounding over the top with chips. And so when people were judging me, I was just like, it's chips. I'm literally hoarding chips. Like, go in the store. There's plenty of chips in there. It's not toilet <laughs> They paper. have it's more, not- okay? They have more. It's not, it's not beef. It's not even chicken. It's chips. You know, and I just felt like I just, I don't know. I'm going to make you a shirt that says I'm shopping for seven people. (laughs) I I feel like you need that right now. I had eyeliner in there, chips. I mean, of course I had groceries, but it was like nothing crazy out of the norm. Anyway, it just pissed me off. I felt like people need to calm down. So I kind of just went on my little like coronavirus rant the other day about it, but I'm fine. Well, and I feel like maybe for 
the East Coast people that are really along the coast that get hurricanes and stuff like that, it maybe they're kind of used to seeing the grocery stores empty when a hurricane's coming and stuff like that. Yeah. It is so abnormal here in Utah. Like I have never in my life seen anything like this. It literally that felt like the apocalypse was happening. Like the no, world was like, going to end. I felt like I was on like walk the walking dead. Yes. And in it some aisles you're like, you're like, you're like going down the aisle and you're like, Oh my gosh. I felt like I was trying to like make sure zombies weren't coming. Yes. It was like super weird. It is. It was the, it's the weirdest thing. And even still now, like, I mean, now that we're staying at home pretty much all the time, except for to venture out to the grocery store, I almost can kind of live in this world that it's not, there's not a lot happening, but then you go to the grocery store and it's a reminder of like, yeah, yeah, this is crazy. Like this is still nuts. It's so sick. And then we had the whole de- debate, Mark and I, on, well, do we need to buy a freezer for the garage? Oh, yeah. Like, do we need, because people are freaking us out, like, stock up, stock up, all the meats are going to be gone. So I'm like, shit, we need a freezer. He gets on there. No, there's no freezers in the land. Oh, yeah. Land in the United States of America, there's no freezers. And then you get on, play, like, the, you know, KSL and the ads, like, online where you go buy things. I don't know what other states are called, right? Like, Craigslist. I don't know, but like a Craigslist or yeah. eBay or mm-hmm. you get on there. No, like people are selling like a Barbie freezer for like $750. <laughs> like, nice try. Like I knew, I knew hanging on, <laughs> hanging onto this freezer for 30 years was really going to pay off one day. It's no, true. Like Not like an actual freezer from their daughter's Barbie house. Like they just blow up the picture to make it look like an actual fridge. No, I they're know. Gone. So I was like, okay, well that's not happening. I know people were buying up freezers and generators like crazy. But I kind of just, I still, I'm in a little bit of like a weird space of your, do you feel like you're always like questioning, am I taking it serious enough or am I being ridiculous? Yes. I feel like I've been living in that state from the very beginning because I kept, like I said, I kind of kept doing the, okay, you guys, this isn't even worse than the flu. Like, what are we doing? This is crazy. But then also like the school shut down, the restaurant shut down, like never in the history of ever has that's not happened. Like the world is shut down right now. And so even still, I am still checking myself. Like, am I taking this as seriously as I should be? Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Speaking of the restaurants. So I totally lost my job, obviously, because I work in a restaurant. And that's another thing. I mean, we, t- we can talk about the stores all day long and how creepy and, and the crazy hoarding of food, but like financially right now we, we feel it. Um, yeah. And, and, and unfortunately Mark and I's situation, we both just are kind of bad luck when it comes to occupations. So restaurants are shut down. So I haven't had work for weeks and then Mark's in the automotive industry. And so Oh man, it's just slowed down so much for him. Mm-hmm. Still is at work because it's considered an essential workplace or whatever, right? Um, but it's like a dog eat dog world. And there'll be like technicians going home every day, you know, early. And it's some some days he'll text and be like, Well, there's two appointments today and eight technicians, like oh, two man. cars, you know. And so it's just I think that pressure, you kind of start to think oh shit, you know? Um, and it's just unknown and it's a constant anxiety, but at the same time, the rest of the world is feeling this financial pressure right yeah. now. 
Yeah. And a lot of places, like I know our gas company sent out things and they're like, okay, if you can't pay your gas bill this month, like that's okay. And, and there's a lot of that going on, which I think is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. you know, which is great, but it's also like, man, we went on vacation right before this happened. And, and, and we did it because when we had our tax returns back, we got a pretty good tax return. And so our plan was like, okay, let's pay off any debts we have. Um, and then go on vacation and then we'll come home and then pay off that vacation. Yeah. Right. Instead of saving up, saving up, saving up and not going on vacation again for another year and a half or something, we just decided to buckle down and do it. And like, what are the odds that the timing of that? And then we come home to like being jobless and, oh, yeah. yeah, It was like perfect timing, but not. You went right before Disneyland shut down, but then again. Yeah. Yeah. But then now you're out of a job. And so, no, I totally hear you. It's crazy. And the thing, the thing that is so nuts about it, it's like, financial problems are so stressful, but at this one, it's almost like the whole world is living in this at the same time. Like it's so weird to even think that like, it's weird to think this is a worldwide problem. But I mean, it, on some level, it makes it a little easier because it's like when you're just poor or having to live off a credit card or financially screwed, Mm -hmm by yourself. Not that there's not lots of people that go through financial struggles, but it's almost like, uh, you know, but to, it, it does help a little to be like, okay, well, lots of people are out of work. Lots of people are in this position. Like you're saying, lots of companies are understanding people can't pay their bills right now. So it's yes. like, yeah, it's just a weird like feeling that you, we've never had to really go through. And I think sometimes I, I don't even know how to process it still. Right. It's just, yeah. I don't even know if I know how to process this whole situation still. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. And then I think just, you have your people who are even with the virus itself, um, very, very, very like freaked out. And I think still to this day, I'm like, no, it's real and it's happening and there are deaths from it for sure. But I think I still have that little piece of mentality that's like, no, it's the flu. Right. And so you almost have to always be going, wait, like, am I taking this serious enough? Like, what do I, what do I need to do? Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm quarantining. It's not that I'm not taking it serious. Right. But it's still almost like it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. Yes, it is. It is hard because we've never experienced anything like this. Like we always deal with the yearly flu. We always deal with common colds, you know, and then you'll maybe catch like a weird bug or, you know, food poisoning or whatever, you know, there different sicknesses that you get, but there's, we've never had one like this where we're, everyone's freaking quarantined. Like the whole world is shut down, Yes, but it's, it's so hard to wrap your mind around it. Like I, to be honest with you, I really struggle with staying home on a normal basis. Like I, struggle being home for too long. I like to be out and about. I feel like I get energy from other people. I like to be out doing things. Yep. And so staying home for me is really hard. So we are out, like we go on walks. We, you know, I let the kids go out and ride their bikes, you know, stuff like that, you know, but it's like, it's not enough some days, you know, and it's crazy to try to think like, oh my gosh, okay, this whole worldwide thing is going on. And now I need to remind myself of that 
and there's nowhere to go anyway. So it's not like I'm going anywhere. Like there's nowhere to go. That's why like it was easy to come home from Disneyland. Like I said in our last episode, we didn't even have that after vacation depression because we were like, oh, Disneyland's shut down. Like no one's having fun. And no one's at the blessed place on earth. So it's weird because normally when you have financial issues, even when we're not in a pandemic, right? Um, and you're kind of like stuck at home because you're trying to save, you're trying to do whatever. Mm-hmm. You those feelings, right? Of like, oh, I wish I could just go to a movie. It sucks. I can't go out. It sucks. I'm stuck at home. Well, you still have that mentality like you're stuck at home. Yes. But you, you have to remind yourself, oh, there's nowhere to go anyway. Yep. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. Every weekend. I struggle with this every weekend. I'm like all right, let's get out. Let's go do something. Like, cause during the week I'm okay. Like I struggle a little bit. Like I just want to go out and do something, Yeah. but it's the weekend. That's really hard for me, like really hard. So I'm always like, Oh, okay. Like, nope, we can't do that. It's closed. Um, nope, we can't do that. It's closed. Like every, everything's closed. There's literally nowhere to go. I know. You know, what's weird. I, um, I actually went through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru the other night just because my kids were at their dad's and Mark was at work and I don't like to cook on those days. And um, I almost like feel bad because I'm like, well, I'm these people still have to be at work and whatever. But I also am like, well, but it's also open. I mean, the drive-thru. Well, the I- governor, so the governor, our governor here in Utah came out and said, if you are able, try to eat out three times a week like to support those restaurants. Yeah. To support people that are, that are open and to keep businesses going. But see, then you have those damn freaking, excuse me if your name is Karen, but you know, the Karens out there that like freak out. Okay. I saw this post the other day on Instagram where somebody was like, you know, don't you dare go places just to have your leisure because you don't see what it's like on this end where these employees are like, you know, having panic attacks that they have to be at work and still be around people and whatever. And it's like, no, I get that. So I feel like I'm always in this internal struggle, but then it's also like, well, what about us that are at home also stuck every day, homeschooling our kids, like losing our freaking minds. We yes. just want to go through the Chick-fil-A drive through and like carb load on some fries and Chick-fil-A sauce and a Dr. Pepper because it's the only thing that brings me happiness. Anymore. Yes. Amen. Like like you guys are wearing gloves and masks and you're handing me my food. I'm not hacking in your face. I'm not kissing you. I'm not even getting out of my car. Like, right. I don't know. So it's like, where's the balance? No, I, (laughs) I did a little post on face or on Instagram today, but I am so sick, so sick of people's stay at home posts on Instagram and Facebook. Like, okay, Karen, we get it. Everyone's supposed to stay at home, but let me tell you about my mental health and stability. Okay. (laughs) Let me tell you about that because if I don't get out even to go for a drive or to walk around the grocery store, yeah, I'm going to lose it. And let me tell you, I hate when people are going like, don't even go to the grocery store. Like you, we are supposed to be staying home. Like you don't know if you're carrying it. Like you don't know. People are so immune compromised. You could be passing it along or you could pick it up from someone like you don't go to the grocery store. Go, don't go anywhere. And I'm like, I need this for my sanity. Okay. Well, what if you need food? You have to go to the grocery store. It's like, if I need food and your online services are four or five days out, what do you want me to do? Like, right. Well, I'm sorry. The grocery store is one of the only places open. So some days for my sanity, that's where I'm going to end up. Yeah. No, really. I'm going to walk those aisles. <laughs> those That's empty aisles. I, 
I think that was the thing I saw too, is more about like the stores and, and things like that. And I get that that's where I'm always trying to like find the balance because I do understand, but then it's also like, there are people out here losing their jobs that are getting jobs at the grocery stores and at yeah. Amazon and at, you know, all the places at the Costco's because they're out of work. So it's, I, I don't know, but I think I'm one of those people too, that you know, I take it serious and I understand that people are getting it and I'm not just leaving my house every day and roaming the grocery store. But yeah, like there's also some of us out here that for our mental health, like, I don't know, we need to go for drives. We need to at least like do something. So I was going through Chick-fil-A and I look across the parking lot. I didn't do it. Okay. But everywhere's closed here, but I saw that Michael's craft store was still open and I was like, wait, what? Okay. Yeah, I did. I did go to Michael's two weeks ago, like right (laughs) after the schools closed down. I was like, you know what? We're going in. We were literally the first people there in the yeah. store. I took my girls. We went in. We picked out some crafts to do while they were home. We didn't pick out enough crafts. I can tell you that because they're already yeah. gone. They were gone. Um, but we picked out some crafts and some Easter stuff, and then we got in the car. They are doing online pickup. You can go and pick it up, though. So they'll shop for you and bring it out to your car. At Michael's, really? At Michael's. Wow. We did not do that, but they are doing well, that now. my thing. So I, I was just going through Chick-fil-A and I happened to look across the parking lot and I saw that Michael's was open. And for a split second, I shit you not, I almost was just like, I want to go walk around Michael's craft store. I would have done it. And I didn't though, because I was like, oh, I just keep thinking of those posts that are just like, don't you be that person. And so I was like, okay, fine. I won't be that person. Like I, I was like fighting my own for reality check. Like for my mental stability, Sometimes I really do have to get out. And I, I realize that maybe I'm putting myself at risk and in the long run, maybe my family, but it's not like I'm going around licking everything. I'm not even touching everything. Sometimes for me, it's just walking around and seeing what's out there and just being away from my house. And I just need that. This is what has become my dream nowadays is to go for a drive, go get a dirty Dr. Pepper somewhere through a drive-thru right? One of the soda drive-thrus and then just go sit in my car while I drink it and watch like a show on Netflix with no children around me. Like that has now become like the ultimate vacation for me. That's how sick it is from being quarantined in our houses. Okay. But here's, here's the thought that just came to me when we were talking about like thinking about going to Michael's or walking around places like that. It's such normal behavior but I feel like I have to lie about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like things that are totally normal, non-criminal things, like (laughs) everyday life. But I feel like I have to lie about, about it. I feel like I have to lie that we drove past my parents' house. I feel that I have to lie about being outside and talking to the neighbors that are out there. Like it's weird. Like I was out taking a picture um, of my kids the other day playing outside, riding bikes, but they were riding around with the neighbors. And I'm like, I can't even post this picture because people will get on their self-righteous high horse and tell me that my kids shouldn't be outside. This is the thing. I don't know how to balance it because even some people will listen to this podcast episode and they will judge the shit out of us. Oh yeah. They're going to be so offended. They're going to be so offended because we're being like, sorry, I just need to walk around sometimes for my mental health or I need to like, how effing selfish are you? Exactly. And, and here, that's why I just can't even stress enough. Like it isn't that I'm just out there doing this all the time or whatever. Like I said, like I turned down going into Michael's craft store and that was really hard. Do you want to know why? Because I really, really wanted 
to find an Easter centerpiece for my table. Why, you ask? Is that a necessity right now in life? No, but it is the little piece of happiness. It that brings br- joy. Because I'm also homeschooling my freaking four children every day, all day. And oh, like man. never having a break. So you know what I'm saying? Like that there will be people that judge us. And oh, they- there will be. And I know that, but it's, it's, but that's, what's crazy. It's like, yes, I get the times that we're in. I do. I'm not, I'm not dumb. I totally get the times that we're in, but it's crazy to me that I feel like I have to lie about totally yeah. normal <laughs> behavior. Someone go, someone's like, where did you get that Easter centerpiece? Uh, I just have had it. I've had it for a while. I found it. I found it on the street. It's real weird, real weird story, but it was just there. Story. Yeah. No, I, you know what? Props for you for coming out and admitting (laughs) that you walked around Michael's craft store. Thank you for that. I did. And I've also been to Target in case you want to continue to judge me. So, (laughs) (laughs) but how many other people are at Target when you did that? There was quite a few people at Target. And part of me went to Target, part of me. The whole thing. I all went the to Target. Part but... of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Your conscious stayed home. <laughs> but I part of the reason I went to Target was because Easter is coming up, and I was afraid that we would get like shelter in place orders where we absolutely can't leave our house. Yeah, you know. And so I'm like, I got to pick up. Easter stuff. Like I need to at least have stuff where my kids can dye eggs, where they'll have a little Easter basket. I need them to at least feel like life is somewhat normal right now. You know? So I'm like, I'm going in, I'm picking up some Easter stuff. It is what it is. Judge me. That's fine. No, actually I, that's the thing though. I think a lot of people are probably more like us, but afraid to admit it or afraid to, you know what I mean? Then not, but like I have a neighbor who thinks I'm a pretty shitty person, right? Because I'm like not in like a full hazmat suit all the time. I don't even know. I just am like, you know, because I kind of made a comment about like our little park being caution taped off or whatnot. And here's the thing that's government. And I get it. But I also am just like, but yours was like caution taped off before it was government, like before it was even recommended, like the governor here came out and said, people can still go outside, go to the parks, go to the grocery stores, like that's all fine. And then next thing Britt knows, like all of the parks around her are caution taped off and now all of ours are as well. So they were ahead of the game, but it was weird. It was really it was weird when that happened. Weird, And I just, I was like, listen, it's not that I'm like having my, you know, kids go and play at that park, but it's also just like, I don't know. And I think it just freaks me out. It just all freaks me out. And it, like I said a million times, it's not that I don't take it serious. I know that we have people passing away, but I think it's also like hard because so many people die of the flu every year as well. Um, in general that I think it's just hard for your brain to process, like, no, this is different. And I, and I, and I very like innocently made a comment like that, you know, to my neighbor. And she just was not thrilled about that and kind of thought I was saying like, who cares if people are dying, if they already had a pre-existing health condition or if they're elderly. And I'm like, no, I would never say that. Like I'm more, Brittany's pretty heartless. So yeah. (laughs) No, I was more just saying like, I, okay. Like there were some opinions about the fact, let me 
tell you what it was, that I'm still sending my kids to their dads because their dads go to work and they're around people. And then it could, and, and, and that was kind of the premise of the conversation. Mm. And, and I'm like, well, you know, judgments. you're overboard. How you're going to tell me I have to not let my children see their biological father. Through no, this? I'm sorry. Even experts have come out and said, your kids should still be going back and forth. They need that normalcy in their life. Unless there's a reason to be cautious of the other parent, like maybe they've been exposed or they could have been exposed or whatnot. Like your kids should still be going back and forth. They need that. They need both parents. They need the normalcy. They need that. I don't know. So it was just kind of like that. Those are the things that make me feel so awkward in these times of just like, I don't know. I mean, even when I was at the store the other day, like there are so many people that are in full masks and gloves, like walking around shopping. And I came home and I said to Mark, I was like, shit, I think I was underdressed today to go to the <laughs> store. Like I, 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 I gloves. was I supposed to have gloves on? Like I, listen, I, 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 I wrap my hand in my hoodie to grab the, you know, glass thing and open it or whatever to get the sour mm-hmm. cream or whatnot. Like I'm taking those precautions, but it's like, I just think everybody's different. And I think no matter who you are in this, like, well, we're getting as a whole, the society is getting real judgy on, on everyone, which is part of why I hate the stay at home posts. I don't hate them because I'm not staying at home. I don't hate them because, you know, I'm, I'm going against their advice. I'm, yeah. I'm quarantined. I'm at home. I do make runs to the grocery store. I haven't been to Michael's or Target in two weeks. Okay, people. But like I'm, I'm following it, but I hate it because I feel like it's such a harsh judgment on those. Like you don't know what yeah. someone else's situation is like. You don't know if maybe they are literally living every day. Okay. They're getting a little bit of money every day. They have to buy what they can. Like you don't know people's situations. So telling people to stay home comes off so judgy to me and self-righteous. Yeah. So I'm sick of seeing it. Quit posting them. (laughs) Well, and wit, I mean, Brad is in the healthcare profession. So it's like, you do have one of those, you know, heroic healthcare situations in your house where somebody is going and don't tell him he's a hero that will go to his head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's that's a thing. It's like it's not that you're just Yes, I'm not blind to the like I get the situation. My husband works at the hospital. Uh he's a management there. He's on phone calls all the time. He he knows what's going on. Like we talk about it every single day. Like I get I totally get what's going on here. I understand. Yeah. Well, I which is also why I hate those posts. <laughs> Well, I don't know. And here's the deal. I never take political routes. I don't ever talk about it. I don't ever talk about what's going on in the world. And it isn't that I'm just some dumbass who doesn't know anything. It's just more of like, I am always scared to death to like, I just don't even like to touch those. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just hard because I, I don't like when people, right. When this all started to come out, maybe I was going to ask you like, what is Brad's kind of view being in a hospital and seeing it? Like, are there people getting this that don't have pre-existing health conditions or that, you know, aren't elderly and things like that? Cause that's where I actually am confused because in the, in the beginning when it all started to come out, it was like elderly or more at risk. Or if you have a consist, um, uh, what's the word um, condition, like a, a condition, pre-existing condition. Pre- pre-existing condition that's like respiratory or things like that. You're immune compromised. Yeah, exactly. So is that, is that really like what's happening or 
are we that seeing- is everyone that they have seen not that okay. so here here's the thing like anyone can get covid 19 anyone can get it um and it can be pretty bad for for anyone it can be really mild you know then you're getting the kids that aren't showing symptoms or or it can be pretty f- severe but i don't think that they've seen anyone that it's gotten um super severe or critical for that hasn't had underlying health problems. Okay. I was just kind of curious. And that's just why I kind of stay out of it. Cause I think I just was like, I don't feel like I can even talk about this anymore with people because since that conversation with my neighbor, it was like moment where I just learned I'm shutting my damn mouth. Like I, yeah, we're just, we're getting, extremely judgmental on what everyone is doing around us. And, you know, and the thing is like, we just don't know other people's situations, you know, I mean, also technically it is illegal for you to withhold your children from their father, you know, like you really legally can't do that. I did. So my ex did reach out to me and said, you know, he feels like he is in somewhat of a high risk job. He's a pilot. And he said, if at any time I feel like I should be keeping our daughter home with me that he understands. Yeah. But at this point, I, I just feel like life has been so uprooted for the kids. Like things have changed so much. They cannot play with friends. They're not going to school. Like life yeah. has changed for them. So at this point, I feel like she should be, that should be what's normal. She misses her dad. She wants to see him. She yeah. should be spending time with him. I agree. And I mean, let's talk about that with the kids because you bring up a really good point. Their whole worlds are thrown off. I mean, my kids and and children don't understand. They don't understand. um, And they honestly, they shouldn't understand too much about what's happening. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to scare them, but it's also a thing where like, they don't get why they can't play with their friends. They don't. And people in our neighborhood were even like more apprehensive with us because we were in California. Oh, I bet. We were like, literally I would walk my dog the week I got home and neighbors would like run in like a half circle, like away from me. Oh, no, 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 no. You were were just in California, gotta go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not going to get COVID like across two yards, like simmered down, you know, but I, my kids don't get it. And, and they're just, even to this day, like, why can't we play with people yet? Like, you know, I, I get that because I, I struggle with it. So I can't expect my children to understand that either. And it's been really hard. I mean, here's another judgment thing, but the kids here ride their bikes a lot, you know? So when the weather's good, which it honestly has not been good very much, but I send my 10 year old out and she rides her bike and because they're riding their bikes, I don't, they're not on top of each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, You obviously have to have space to ride a bike. So that's for me. I'm like, that's great. Perfect. Are there people that are really freaking out about that stuff? Oh yeah. I can't even tell you how many posts I've seen where there, where people are saying like, you really shouldn't even be outside unless it's necessary. Oh my gosh. I've never seen so many people walking around my, my area and my neighborhood in my whole life. I know it's kind of fun. It's actually one thing that I've actually enjoyed about this whole thing is that people are out and about, people are walking their dogs, people are taking nightly walks. Like I'm kind of enjoying that. It's nice. I I haven't seen this many people out in a long time, but it's because what else are you going to do? There's nothing else to do. It's like, 
people are getting outside. Let's talk about this. Um, I want to touch on homeschooling and I want to touch on any positives that are coming out of it. And then like struggles of being stuck at home. So homeschooling, where do we even start girl? Like there are so many moms that are struggling with this. I've never even wanted to ever homeschool my kids. And I remember Bella always used to say to me like, why can't you just homeschool me? And I would kind of laugh and be like, cause you'd be so stupid. Like I can't even do math. I'm telling you right now. I didn't even know how many chips I had from my buy to go and free. Right. So, but now that we are being homeschooled, like she hates it. And I'm like, you see, what see, did you, you, think uh, you You do not want to be here full time. Now, I was like, <laughs> do you think it was going like, to be like, I don't know. Well, you would just be teaching me. You wouldn't have everybody else. And I'm like, yeah, like again, no, not going to happen. Not going to happen. I, it's been a struggle. Well, so here's the thing. Two years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I was looking at these people who travel the U S like in RVs and they homeschool their kids and they hit every state and they see all these sites. And I was like, this looks like a great idea. Let's do it. Let's sell everything. We'll buy an RV. We'll just travel around. We'll hit all the states here. It'll After be COVID, such an educational like experience. We'll homeschool the kids. <laughs> Immediately, Brad was like, uh, no, that sounds like hell. <laughs> and now he is correct. He's correct. This house is way bigger than an RV. There's no way we would all survive in an RV together. Like homeschooling is terrible. I never wanted to be a teacher. I did not have the temperament or attitude to teach a 10-year-old. And it's really coming out. But here's the thing. Because I did go to school for teaching. That's what my college degree is in elementary education. That's right. Once I started having my own kids, I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. Because I was like, I'll hate my kids by the time I get home. But here's the, here's, here's my thing. Okay. I could teach an entire classroom every day of a certain age of kids. Mm -hmm. My issue is, is homeschooling. I've got a pre, a toddler, a first grader, a fourth grader, and a seventh grader. Yeah. That's what makes it impossible. How the hell are you supposed to help all these ages at the same exact time? That's what makes it impossible. And you've got the toddler and the fourth grader. It's having the different ages that makes it like, no, I can't do this. Oh yeah. Right? But if you're in a classroom with a full curriculum all day of the same age children, that's one thing. It's still, yeah, you're all on the same page. You're all doing the same thing. Follow along. Yes. I get it. But this is going to actually be the death of me. Oh, amen. Amen. Izzy school went to like an online program. They went to Canvas, which I think most colleges use and most high schools. We have the same thing over here. And I mean, on one hand, it's, it's good to know exactly what needs to be done each day. Each day is broken out. You need to do these assignments. I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's always like, get into here. Okay. Well, for English now go to this website and good luck finding the assignment here. Like I'm always like, where is things on this website? Like I don't understand how to use this. Yeah. Here's my favorite part. Cause I agree with you is it's like you have it, but then there'll always be like, okay, Bella junior high, she's got seven different class periods, seven different curriculums, seven different teachers throughout her day. And when this all went down, it was like, okay, we're using canvas. And so you get in there and it's like every day your assignments are listed. So the first week was hell because we were already a week behind from being in California. So instead of my kids being able to go to school and say, okay, I've been on vacation. What do they miss? And the teacher handing her five worksheets and saying, get your worksheets done and then hand them back in. Yep. We had 
all of this work on Canva that was like overdue, right? And and the third quarter was ending and so grades were coming out and last week was hell, long story short. And so then finally this week, we're like, we're caught up. We're totally caught up. We're doing good. We're back on a system. And there's always like one or two teachers that all of a sudden you're like, how do you have a bad grade in reading? Like what? We didn't even have reading on Canvas. Like where's it even at? Yeah. And that teacher decided to go rogue from Canvas and be over here in a different freaking website. Well, it's like, how am I supposed to know she has seven assignments due if you're floating over here on a different website and didn't tell anybody about it, what? Yes. It's yeah. really weird. I don't understand. I know. Cause Izzy is like, even though they're on canvas, it will be like, Oh, refer to our Google classroom yes. or go over here to Pearson and do math and then go to Pearson and do a reading. And I'm like, I don't even know how to find these assignments over here. Like, let's just yes. stay on one program. Well, and the other thing too, is like some of her math homework, it's like, well, download this worksheet, print it out do that and then like upload it. And I'm like, well, for one, like we don't have a printer, like our printer is broken. So what do you want me to do? Yeah. What should we just handwrite all this down? Like, what do you want me to do? What do you mean? Like take a picture of the done assignment and then. So today we literally sat there. She wrote down each one and then the answer. And then I just clicked that that she had done it. Like we sat together and she had done it. So, I mean, part of me is like, okay, she's in fourth grade. It's fine. Like I am sitting here doing it with her. We're clicking done. Yes, there's nothing done that the teacher can see on that, but it is what it is. Sorry. Have you ever watched like those, those like fail videos where people are getting so pissed off at like the, their video game or something that they just like smash the, they'll like throw the computer out the window. (laughs) What a psycho. Like who does that? No, I've almost become that person so many times. It's not Mm -hmm. even Oh Yeah. I have a whole new respect for those gamers who smash their computers out the window. I really do. Because I'm like, when you're that frustrated or there's been times where I'll be like, I'm emailing this idiot teacher. And then I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah. Teachers are actually really awesome. Like I never actually do it, but I always have that like rage moment. Yep. Of where I want to be like, why do you have an effing website over here? Nobody can use like, you know, and then Bella's always like, don't you dare, I'll die. And I'm like, I won't really, but I, I won't, but I'm going to yell about it. I'm going to yell about it. It's craziness. It's craziness. And I have a system where all my kids will start out at the table all together and then they each have their little like place and everybody's happy. And within like four and a half minutes, that shit just goes to, you know. Yes. Well, I'm in the office because I'm, I'm working full time and work is super busy right now because I... I'm in finance and so we're modifying like everyone's loans right now. So it's super busy. And then Izzy sits with me in the office and does homework. And that girl has ADHD so bad. I'm always like, Hey, did you listen to this? Did you listen to what's going on? She's like, yeah, no, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, so what do you need to do for your assignment? I don't know. And I'm like, okay, you're driving me nuts. Cause now I'm having to pay attention to what you're saying and try to focus on my work. Like, yeah. It and it's long days. And I I try I give her breaks because I know she needs it. But then I'm like like today I'm like, "Okay, let's get up, let's get on it, let's get like stuff done so by the afternoon you're done." No, we finished at 4:30. Yeah. I know. It's like a whole day. It's like a whole day. And honestly, with like my heart goes out to you and like the people out there that are doing this, 
and working full-time from home. I don't know how you guys do it because I don't have a job from home right now, right? I mean, I still do my like health and my wellness company, but it's not time consuming, right? It's just a nice little part-time job that makes itself money every month. But I don't know how you guys are doing it. And I'm not even going to say you moms. I'm going to say there's dads out there too doing this. I don't know how you do it because to work and to do this homeschooling, no, like my hat is so off to you. It's terrible. The last two weeks haven't been too bad, but this week, well, the end of last week and then this week have just been bad. And it's just, it's crazy. And trying to juggle both is just, I'm already over it. And I'm like, it's April 1st and we have at least a month to go. I know. At least. Well, and there's so much talk that our school is probably just going to be done yeah. the rest of the year. And I don't know if that's a thing, but <clears throat> at this rate, I'm just like, well, we at least have another month. Yep. Where this is our lives every day. And you have to figure it out yep. because we can just bitch about it every day or we can just find the new normal. Um, you know, and some, some days it works and some days it doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're out there feeling like Wit actually put a story on our Instagram today that I love, love, loved where it was just, she was raw and real and open about how she feels like she's just effing failing every day in every category. Yes. (laughs) And you're not, but if you're out there feeling like that, you aren't alone. So many of us women and mamas are struggling through this. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you every time that I talk to a friend on the phone or whatever, they're like, well, I didn't get dressed today. I've been living in my pajamas. Like I haven't showered. My hair is not done. Like I think everyone is pretty much living the same kind of life right now. Like we're all just kind of struggling. We're all trying to figure out this new life. We're all just doing the best we can. And some days it, it absolutely feels like I'm failing at everything. Yeah. Some days I'm like, okay, well, at least I got some things done and that's good. I know the homeschooling is hard for me because it's like the frustrations aren't at my kids. It's at the system and it's at the situation, but the kids don't understand that. So a lot of the times, you know, especially my older girls, they'll kind of feel like I'm frustrated with them. And I'm like, no, like I'm not frustrated with you. I'm just frustrated that I can't figure this out and I can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah all the things feel so overwhelming because it's like, okay, my 10 year old has to be on a zoom call with her teacher in class on this day at this time. My first grader has to be on a zoom call at this day at this time. Bella has to have, oh my gosh, Bella will seriously sit and work with some days from 9am to 9pm. Like it is gross how much work junior high has. It's nuts. Um, and and can't so- even imagine my hat goes off to you for that because that's crazy. It's crazy. And honestly, like I can't help her with math for the life of me, but I actually am learning a lot in science. Like I now understand like gene mutations and why people are colorblind. And so I I loved all that stuff. Yeah. That's very, I like secretly kind of like doing her science with her because it makes me feel a little smarter. Like, Oh, this is all the shit I didn't care about when I was your age, but now it's actually, now it's interesting. Yeah. Math. I'll never care about. Sorry. Like same. Nope. mm -mm, Pass. (laughs) It'll always take me a minute to figure out how much the buy to get one free are, but, um, but yeah, so there are moments and I try to make it fun for her. Like she had this article about like breeding pumpkins, right? Like people who like try to get pumpkins bigger and bigger for the contest. Oh, breeding. I thought you said bleeding at first. I'm like, well, that's weird. Breeding pumpkins. 
And she was like, mom, I can't. Oh, two pages. This is brutal for a seventh grader. I didn't even want to read this. I'm like, this is so boring. After the first two sentences, I was like snoozing. And so I start reading it in like an Australian accent, which I am not going to do right now. Read us the sentence. I just started making my girls laugh by reading this in a ridiculous Australian accent. And like everybody was giggling. And after the fact, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, okay. Like we were laughing. We learned about pumpkins. Like I can do this, you know? And it's like little moments like that where I'm like, okay, not everybody murdered each other today during homeschool. We laughed. And then the next day, everyone's crying. I mean, it's just like we take it one day at a time. I know, for real. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like the longer we're out, the kids are out of school, the more moody I think we're gonna oh my gosh. start seeing. So here's my thing. Here's my one tidbit for everyone listening out there, okay? You have to make time for yourself no matter what. We are cooped up in our homes we are, there's nowhere to go. There's, we can't go out and get massages. We can't go get our hair done. We can't go have those moments. We can't go on our girls nights. Like, holy shit, there's nothing to do. We can't go Mm -hmm. on our date nights. So this is my new thing is every day I try to do one thing for myself. Right. And I don't care if that's just getting my workout in. It's like, kids, mommy's going to the basement. You all will survive. I'm going to be gone for 45 minutes don't anyone bother me. I stick my AirPods in. I don't care if people are up here killing each other. I don't care if they're eating 15 fruit snacks. I don't care if they're all screaming. That's me time in the basement. I don't, some days it's like, make a list of things you could do. And then each day accomplish one of them. I don't care if it's that you put a face mask on and sit in the bathtub and listen to music and lock everybody out. I don't care if it's just that you say, everybody go play whatever you need to do. And you sit down and read a book for a little bit. I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's that you go take that walk by yourself. I don't care if you have to drive around and go get your dirty Dr. Pepper in your car, take time for yourself because us mamas, we can't do this all, you know? No, this is, this is way more (laughs) than any of us ever thought we'd really have to take on. Like a split. Anytime I look back and I'm like, man, I felt really overwhelmed at that time. And now pile homeschooling and trying to entertain a three-year-old and keeping yeah. the housework. Like it has become way more overwhelming than it ever has right now. So absolutely self-care is so important. So just finding the little things that you can do to remind yeah. yourself that you're also important. It's a big deal. I know. You're not alone out there. Um, what else? I feel like we kind of touched on. Tell me, uh, tell me one, one or two good things that you're, um, that have been a good thing for you during this quarantine. Okay. Slowing down because I am such a go-getter. And it's like every second I have a schedule and a plan and I'm checking off lists and I'm making lists of lists. And like, let's be honest, I still have lists of lists. That's never going to change. Um, but slowing down a little bit, I think, and not having to be at dance practice, be at horseback riding lessons, be at the dentist, be the hustle and bustle of the school mornings, right? Like there is a little bit of an element of like when Mark is home from work, 
I used to go to work on the days he was home and now I don't have to work. And so it's like, yes, financially we're taking a hit, but I love it. I love that we're home together. I know a lot of couples are are actually struggling with that. Yes. I've heard that too. Being home. Right. And there's all those funny memes of like, oh, the divorce rates will go up and stuff. I don't feel like I have that issue really because I do like when he's home, it's almost like, oh, I'm getting that quality time that we don't ever get Mm -hmm. because we're always just like, go, 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 go. So that for me, that's probably a positive to where it's like, there's nowhere to be at. There's, yeah, we don't have a time crunch here. I have to remind myself of that all the time because for me, like I'm very used to, I get up, I get dressed, I get my makeup done. I get out the door because I'm going to work. You know, even the days that I'm, that I'm home, I usually still have a routine. Like I get my workout gear on, I drop Izzy off at school. I go to the gym, I come home, I shower, get ready. I work up, you know, like there's still a routine. And so now like I found myself, like I'll get up and I'll start working and it will be one o'clock and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I haven't showered. I'm not dressed. Like it's so out of the norm for me. And then I almost start to panic, you know, like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I need to get ready. And then I have to remind myself like, for what? Like, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing like, there's no need to be in a rush. Like it's okay to slow life down. And like you said, you're very scheduled. You're, you've got lists for me. It's just like, I'm more fly by the seat of my pants. I just want to be out doing something. I just want to be out with people. And so reminding myself, like there, there's no reason to be in a hurry or to be worried or be anxious about this because you're going to be home. <laughs> like there's yeah. nowhere to go. So calm down. It, it, it is kind of bittersweet for my personality for sure. I'm really type A, super anal. Everything's just got to be like a certain way. And so I think it's almost like therapeutic for me to be like, oh, I feel anxious if I didn't get my workout in at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and my shower like you and get ready and like whatever. But then I'm like, well, what the hell? Like I don't have anything else going on. I'll work. We're going to be I- here. And I'm still going to be okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think I one of the biggest things for me <laughs> uh, is like, there's so much family time. You know, I really want to mm-hmm. enjoy this time with my kids because I don't, this has never happened before. It probably will never happen again where things are shut down and I'm, we're all at home. And yeah, so I'm trying to enjoy the time. I, to be honest with you, I'm not taking full advantage of it. Like, I feel like there's so much more I could be doing with my kids to enjoy this time. I'm just not there yet. Like I'm still adjusting to this, but I'm hoping that that will be a big thing. I'm hoping that I can look back on this time and be like, look at how much we grew as a family. Look at how much quality time we got to spend together. Like that's my goal for this. That's what I'm hoping to get out of it. I guess. Like, it's interesting you say that because I feel like I did see somebody, something on social media the other day that was like, Oh, take this time and teach your kids the life lessons and things like that. But it's almost like the homeschooling puts a little wrench in it for me. Oh, it sure does. Because half of my day is filled up with homeschooling them. So by the time they're done, I'm like, okay, get out of here and go play. Get Get out of my sight. Go in the backyard, get out of here. Mommy needs to go like have a minute. And and it's almost like you're still battling that mom guilt of like, oh, I'm not taking the time and teaching everyone how to like do the dishes or whatever it is. But God, there's so many things. There's too many things. There's too many things in the day. I know even still, even still where we're all at home with nowhere to go, there's still too much. Maybe in the summer when there's not the homeschooling factor. I know. The homeschooling really does take up so much time. 
It really does. Like Izzy's, and- when they put it out, they were like, they should only be doing homeschool one to three hours a day, like max three hours. And I'm like, the last two days, I mean, she's only been on this program for two days, but I'm like, I don't see how people, I mean, maybe if my child could stay on task, it would be shorter, but yeah. I'm also like, there is, how are people doing this? Like one hour, like I would take three hours at this point. Like I know. we're at it all day. There this is an is hour break in between, but we're at it all day other than that. Here's, here's actually another piece of advice. Cause this is what we do instead of getting on myself about, Oh, every day I'm not taking that one-on-one time with them. Here's the deal. It is one-on-one time. We are home with our kids all day, every day. They have mom there. That's yep. more than what we got as kids. Our yep. moms, you think back Were our moms constantly like entertaining us every second of the day or like teaching us all these no. life lessons. But I my mom gets on me about that with my kids. Like, oh, you should be enjoying this time. You should be doing all these things. I'm like, you didn't do anything with me. You didn't. Please. I know. <laughs> no, turned out fine. I think we're too hard on ourselves on it because I see those posts and I start to give myself the mom guilt of like, oh my gosh, I'm not teaching everyone to cook and I'm not teaching them how to rotate their tires. I don't even know how to do that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> but Mark could, you know, but nobody's doing that. And so I think I get the mom guilt of like, oh, I'm not taking all this time and teaching them all these things. But then it's also like, no, you know what? I'm here. I'm, we're doing breakfast where you have more quality time than you think. That is even true. The, the little bits and pieces throughout the day that even you're here, you're opening the string cheese for them. You're helping them with the homework. You're getting them the lunch. You're giving them the baths. Like they're still, you're still, that is quality time. You're here and you're present as a mother. And I think we need to be easier on ourselves because I beat myself up all the time of, I'm not doing all the things, but sometimes Mark's like, it's like, not even humanly possible to do all the things you think you have to do with the kids. <laughs> that is, that's very true. That's so very true. Piece of advice. If you're struggling out there with feeling like you want to have more quality time, even if it's one day a week, take one day a week and say, we're going to do a project today. One day a week, we're going to have a family night. When my stepdaughter comes over, that's when we do family night. Every Thursday night, it's our family night night. And that's when I devote the time. And I feel great the rest of the week because we had family night. Doesn't mean it has to be every day. So that's just my advice. Take your self-care. Make sure you do it even if it's 15, 20 minutes a day. And even if it's one day or night a week, sit down with your kids. This is what we're doing tomorrow night. Sit down with your kids and we're having a kinetic sand building competition. Everybody has their little thing of kinetic sand and you'll pull out of the bucket little strips of paper of something to build with your kinetic sand and then you have to do it. It's that easy. And you're all at a table, quality time, one day a week. And then I don't have to have mom guilt about not playing with my kids all week. I don't know. (laughs) I I love it. That's perfect. COVID two cents. That's all I got for you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, you guys. I think that's, I mean... We could literally probably go on for a whole other hour about COVID and what's been going on and our lives and the change, but I think we'll leave you with this. So Britt's got good words of advice. Don't, don't get in your head too much. Don't panic. Take breaths. Everybody's feeling the anxiety. Everybody's feeling the unknown anxiety. You are not alone. You're not crazy. If you're flipping shit on your kids every day, homeschooling, we're right there with you. Mm -hmm. Not a bad parent. Yeah. Don't let fear rule your life during this. Yeah. Till next time you guys keep it real and stay healthy. Sanitize your hands.